Welcome to our Portuguese Table Podcast. I'm Maria Lott and the Azorian Green Bean. And I'm Angela Samoz, and we're just two chicks dishing about Portuguese food, culture, and what it means to be Portuguese. So grab a glass of vinho or un copo de café and join us as we talk about our favorite foods, reminisce about growing up Portuguese, and interview some of our community's most successful chefs and food writers. So, so sit, sit down, down at our Portuguese, Portuguese table. table. everyone. Welcome to our Portuguese table. And Angela? Yeah? You're there. I'm here. And <laughs> Happy New Year. Boas Festa. Happy New Year. Yes. yes. And We're already the, into it. Hard yeah. Hard. And by the time we have this airing, it could be Valentine's Day. God only knows. Or <laughs> it, it could be the summer. No, I can't. <laughs> Well, you know, it won't be, be, I promise. It won't be. We promise. We promise. But one thing that our sound engineer just told us, told Angela before we, we started everything. And he said, congratulations, ladies. It's our, your 50th episode. I can't believe it. Episodes. Can you believe it? Yep. That's so crazy. Happy anniversary. Happy Happy milestone. (laughs) <laughs> happy anniversary what does that mean should we be getting like silver gold a pearl i don't know what is I 50 know. i have I'll no take, idea i'll take cake Why i'll not? take cake oh i'll <laughs> take cake any day as you can tell as you can tell for those that know me you know me very well mm-hmm. and uh a cake makes everything better everything better but yeah i mean who knew that when we started this, started this. 50 episodes in and, and you know it's Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, I was thinking about like, how did we come up with this idea? Like, where did this all start? And it started when you did the webinar with Palkus about the holiday recipes. Yes. And remember, we were just talking afterwards and we had never met before. Yeah. And we were just blah, 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 blah. And it <laughs> went from there. And we were and nothing has changed, folks. You, you want to do a podcast? I'll do a podcast with you. Okay, let's do it. And then that was yeah. it. I mean, we were talking and we're like, you know, the, the Portuguese, we don't get to, people don't know. And we're not talking, you know, we're very quiet people. There's nothing out there about us and blah. And here I am, blah, 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 blah. And that is us. And our husbands will confirm that when we end up talking to each other, we talk for several hours. Yes. And um, yes. so, and then sometimes we forget, hey, did we record that? Or was that just us talking? You know, that was just a chit chat. It was just a chit chat, (laughs) but yeah, like we're like, let's do it. And if everyone listens, great. If no one listens, we're still going to put it out there because there was nothing out there. There really wasn't. Mm -mm. There wasn't anything out there talking about the Portuguese experience, just talking about being Portuguese and how wonderful it is to be Portuguese Mm -hmm. and all the little things that come with being Portuguese. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy we did. I, you know, I love every minute of it. And I also love the fact that the people that are listening, first of all, Angela and I just love you guys because you say the sweetest things about. It makes a huge impact. It really does. It does. I mean, you say the sweetest things about our episodes and obviously Angela and I love uh, doing what we do. 
and and we're having fun doing it. And that is the key thing, folks. You got to have fun when you're doing these things. Yeah. And then when you hear from other people going, oh my God, you know, I would love to be at that table with you guys. You know, I can, you know, or whatever we're talking about, you absolutely agree or, and just enjoy the episodes. It does mean a lot to us. It really, it makes it all worthwhile. It really does. Well, and, and honestly, it gives us motivation to keep going. Oh, absolutely. You know, besides so, me. besides because me. sometimes, yeah, besides me. <laughs> Because sometimes you feel like, are we just talking to ourselves out here? And, you know, maybe sometimes we are. But, um, no, the the positive comments really keep us going. And you've had some great suggestions for for guests. And we've followed up and had those guests on as, as interviews. So keep yeah. the suggestions coming, um, whether it's a topic, whether it's a guest, whether it's you want to learn how to make something, then Maria can teach you and I'll just, you know, observe and taste test or whatever. Well, but, um you know, I'm thinking, I'm still thinking cake now. Now I'm going to have cake in my mind. I'm going to have to bake a cake this weekend. But speaking of cake, mm-hmm. I just saw on, it, well, of course, let me talk about this person. His name is Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. We love you, Jeremiah. <laughs> and we really do. We're like Jeremiah's groupies. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know Jeremiah, you will know more about Jeremiah because um, his cookbook is going to come out. If I'm not mistaken, it'll be next year. I hope. And yeah, I, don't know. It, I think so. I think He's that's working on it. Plan. He's working on it. And let me tell you, it's going to, it's going to be an amazing dessert book of Portuguese desserts. And I, I just know it because mm-hmm. he is an amazing person and what he's trying to do is just great. But what he also does, which I am so jello about it <laughs> because it's out in California, not mm-hmm. in New England. He holds these classes, these how to make queijadas de nata or pastelos de nata, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Or the boule de blanche maria, mm-hmm. or the tart du uh, uh, the amandouin, uh, which is the, the the almond tart. He gives classes in his home, yeah, uh, on how to make these wonderful, delicious Portuguese desserts. Mm-hmm. And Angela and her family were there. We you did it. We did it. It was a birthday gift for my mom because what a great idea. Well, and I was like, I mean, so my mom is a creature of habit. And she very much, it's like pretty consistent in terms of the kind of perfume you get her, like the style of clothing I get her, you know, and and at some point I was just like, I just want to do something different and fun for her. And it's been a, you know, it's been a rough year. And, and, um, and so when Jeremiah uh, started publicizing, he was doing these classes. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect because she has, you know, she and I talked about or talk about, have you ever made this? Have you ever made that? And she's actually been experimenting a little bit more. She made Pandla the other, you know, oh, nice. long ago and it actually came out really great. And then, so she's been wanting to experiment with a couple of things. And so I thought, you know, this will be perfect. And I invited my brother and his family. And, uh, and so we did it and, you know, we didn't, so there was a lot of us. So not each of us got a spot. Um, we shared four spots, but it ended up working out well because, you know, I had the baby. And so somebody had to watch the baby. And then, you know, Aurelia is kind of young. And so she doesn't have the stamina to sit there the whole time. Cause we were there wow. for like four hours. Right. Oh, um, wow. So she doesn't have the stamina to sit there the whole time. So then she, you know, I helped her and then she'd go play and then she'd come back, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but my two, my niece and my nephew are in their teenage years, and and so they stuck stuck around and they did it, and and 
they enjoyed it. I was surprised at how much they enjoyed it. And the levels of things that, that I thought would be like, I thought it would be like a hard level. Like, you know, this is way up there in terms of difficulty level. They really weren't. And no. so I was, I was, and this, especially that, uh, Tarte de Mendoza. Yes. Super easy. And so, yeah, I might be trying to make that again. Um, yes. The the bowl de Blasphemy is one of my favorites. So I was really happy to learn that one. But he made he made the buttercream a little differently. It's not a super traditional uh, buttercream. So I'm I'm anxious to try it again in a different way as well. But it was delicious. And then yeah, the prestige not the so they were really I, good. Yeah, it was, just, I, it was just fun. It was overall, and he's such a great host. Oh my god, he yeah. is the sweetest. He really yeah. is the sweetest. Yeah. And so, yeah, so as I'm looking at the pictures, she starts posting pictures and I'm like, oh my God, I wish I was there. Mm -hmm. So I was vicariously living through there going, oh my God, that would be so much fun Mm -hmm. because you're right. And, And this is the whole thing about making our recipes is that, you know, and I think we've discussed this before. There are some people who are really amazing bakers and as well as amazing cooks and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, if they make something and they make it really good and they've had all everyone telling them how amazing theirs is. And anytime there's a party there, get their ass to make it. And and then someone out of the blue, I clear out of the blue will say, Hey, Titia Maria Zinga, how do you make that? Mm -hmm. The answer back is always, Oh, it's so hard. Hard. <laughs> oh, it's so difficult. You know, you don't you don't want to do it. You you're not going to do it. That's why I make it, you know, cuz it's so hard. And then when I die, it's going to die with me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So then so what happens is, is we have this preconceived notion in our heads that these desserts or these dishes are really hard to make Mm -hmm. because we've heard it all our lives growing up, you know, from different relatives or different friends who don't want to share the recipe. And that's what it comes down to. They don't want to share. And we're people, but now we're in a different era folks. (laughs) And the key thing is, is if we don't share it, we're going to lose it. Mm -hmm. And we cannot lose part of our culture. And food is a big part of that. So people like Jeremiah are uh, not only having these classes in his home, but he'll have a cookbook putting it together and showing how easy it is or how you can make gordanapsh. Well, you know, I love that little folded dessert with the very light egg cream in the center and you fold it, you know, and it looks like little napkins. And Again, you would ask people, how do you make gordanamsh? Oh, so difficult. Well, you know, it's, it, I've never it, even heard of those. Oh my God, they're so delicate too. Oh my God, they're delicious. And so the thing is, is it, it's just, it's time. It's time to, so you saying it right now going, you know, I really thought it was difficult, but it's not, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. And there it is. There are some things that are time consuming. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference though. There's a difference. There's a difference with things that are time consuming versus they're so hard to make. Yeah. But I think sometimes, you know, we we do tend to sometimes over dramatize things. <laughs> right. Well, and then I think sometimes the the presentation aspect can be yes. a little intimidating for people. And um, you know, Jeremiah is an art 
is an artiste. He is like, you know, he, he's not only makes things that taste good, but he, he makes things that are just look beautiful. And in fact, in addition to what we learned how to make, I had him make a birthday cake for my mom. And it was this, uh, you probably, because you could see pictures on Facebook. It's a super tall chocolate cake, but instead of regular frosting on the outside, he took, you know, the, the Brazilian brigadeiros. Yes. It's like, it's like a really kind of a dense chocolate with the little sprinkles. Yes. Imagine that all over a cake. He oh. made, he made that the, the, the covering, the, the, the frosting. Oh it was my God. unbelievable. Which yeah. is the chocolate truffle. So that it's our version of chocolate truffles. So that truffle chocolate he made as a filling and and frosting. Not a, not. Well, I don't know if that was the filling. No, I think oh, the filling was just like a chocolate cream. But it was the frosting. So yeah. So imagine this cake just covered in the truffle chocolate with the sprinkles. It was it was wow. go online. Well, well, I'll post a picture of it as part of our blog post for this episode on, on yeah. our website. But yeah, it was. Um, Oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, it was wonderful. Again, with Jeremiah, I had never met him before, but when I did meet him, when I was out in California, I'm so glad I did. I felt like Mm -hmm. I've known him all my life. He Mm -hmm. is just the sweetest, sweetest person. And I am, I'm like so excited for everything that's going to come his way. And, and it is, it it really is. He is a very talented man. And not only that, but he is also a teacher. I mean, he is a music teacher. Mm-hmm. So he's using parts of his teaching skills in teaching us how to make sweets, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. which is an amazing thing because not everybody can teach. There's one thing of, you know, being able to make something, mm-hmm. but not being able to teach someone to make it. And yeah. th- there is a difference because yeah. not everyone can teach. It's like, yeah, you put it here, you do it there. Don't you see it? Yeah. Smell yeah. it, taste it. That's it. So, <laughs> and there's no patience in, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know, it's it's completely different. Yeah. Now, I found, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just, no, just going to say, so yeah, so that was, that was super fun. And I really encourage anybody, if, if you happen to be in California or can get out here uh, to take one of his classes, he's doing them quite frequently. And he's even thinking about building out his kitchen a little bit more so he can do more things with more people. So this is not just like a little hobby. I love it. Oh no, 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 no. I think, I think baking will take over for his, in, in, I I absolutely do. And um, recently now we're talking about just Jeremiah and he does, (laughs) it's going to be the Jeremiah uh, hour, Uh Um, but he has, um, what was it last year that he got a, a, wood fired oven oven yeah so he's trying to figure out like how do we how do you incorporate <sighs> that into baking because you need someone to you know stoke the fire and yes. keep an eye on it and then yes. the baking yes. process and so he, he was actually it was nice because he was open to feedback on you know what would make the class better and what other yeah. things we would like to make and yeah. so we, now and- yeah. It's funny because what, of course, I saw that he was getting that oven when I was baking in uh, with my family in San Miguel and with friends in San Miguel, we used the old fashioned wood burning oven um, to be able to bake breads, to be able to bake uh, sweet bread, to be mm. able to bake uh, the biscuits and, and all of that. Like, cause this only, you know, this it's just all of these different things that you can bake in those ovens that the flavor of it is, it brings it up to a whole different level. 
Mm. and having that just the same way as if you have a wood fired uh, uh, pizza dough versus. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get all of that extra smell. You get that extra taste. You get a whole different texture. I mean, it's just an, an amazing way to, to bake. So yeah. So it's next till he'll be teaching how to cook you know, with wood-fired ovens. Mm-hmm, I'm just mm-hmm. putting it out there, Jeremiah. If you're listening, honey, that's what you're going to be. You're going to be doing <laughs> a lot of that too. So yeah, so with that in mind, it's been um, a lot of, even though I sound like I have a, a bad cold, I'm getting over a bad cold. So I apologize if I'm a little nasally, but it's been a, a month of a lot of, well, it's kind of chilly here. I know we talked about not discussing how cold, how hot we are because this when this gets out in March and it's a little warmer and people are going to go, what do you mean it's cold? Uh, but I've been doing a lot in the oven uh, lately. And I think for us in, uh, in New England, it's like that comfort thing. Everyone is in the house mm-hmm. and in in cooler climate, cooler weather. And, um, it's just a lot of baking and a lot of roasting and a lot of like the oven has been on a lot in my home. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, and what have you been baking? Oh my goodness. What have I not been baking? It's been a lot of different, um, bulge, which, uh, my husband loves this uh, cake called bull agua, which is, um, instead of using the liquid you use is water in the cake. Hmm. So it's okay. a very, um, my mom would make that. That is part of her, uh, her repertoire of cakes that she would make on Saturday for the visitas for Sunday and it was bull de agua. So he, of course, I've been, I've made that for him. And then of course, non-Portuguese things like Scones. I love scones, mm-hmm. uh, which are brewish. If you really want to think about that, it could be yeah. brewish. It's almost like brewish. And uh, it's, a, it's our different version, but I, I had blueberries. Blueberries were on sale for whatever reason and uh, frozen blueberries. And I, I made some nice blueberry scones the other morning and it was like, oh, the whole house smelled wonderful. I also make these cinnamon rolls. That's right. Um, your daughter's favorite, right? Yes. So I, when I, uh, when they were all home for the holidays, I don't make a small batch of cinnamon rolls. I usually make a huge batch of cinnamon rolls. And then when everyone leaves, they all take batches with them. And this time around, they're like, mom, of course, mom, you know, my daughter's going by plane and stuff. They're like, we're not bringing, you know, f- these things with us. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll freeze them. So <laughs> I've had them in the free. So little by little, they're going in the oven and the whole house smells like, so yeah. So we've been, uh, so well save some for when I'm there. Oh, I, I know. love, I, love cinnamon rolls. Wow. Well, I have to think about what I want you to make me when I'm there. I know. Just like your daughters. I get to request something. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Angela will be visiting New England. Oh, the spring. No, is it yeah, spring? the end of yeah, April. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, so I've already told her, okay, what do you want me to make for you? Because I do the same thing for any time my daughters come home. I always go, okay, give me a list of what you want me to make you. So mm-hmm. I'll make sure I have that for her. So yeah, time to spoil Angela. <laughs> and I don't, I honestly, so we'll think, what's your, I got to think about it. What's your specialty? What are your, what do you love to make? Or what, like, if you were like, I want to make you this, what would you make me? Oh my God. 
Ooh, I love, there's a roast that I make, like these short ribs, um, these beef short ribs that I roast that are incredible. Okay, Um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I love my, uh, my baked beans that go with it would be fantastic. Let me see what else. Oh, any fish dish. Um, mm. fish is good. Um, so we should make bacalhau like gomersa together, even though it's like a okay. basic dish. It'd be right. another like I could watch how you make it, and then I would like compare okay. it. Okay, we can do you know? that. Something simple. Hey, maybe we can record it. Yeah. Okay. We could do that. We could totally do that. We could do that. Yeah, we could show people. Hey, this is how to do it. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least this is how we do it <laughs> but yeah i mean this this there's a lot oh my god there's so many little things it's what you crave it's what you're craving yeah and well we'll have to go to um so we are going to portugalia market which i oh, am definitely you can't i know you guys can't see me because it's a podcast but i am like jumping up and down happy <laughs> happy 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 i'm so excited to go there um <laughs> So maybe we can go there and pick out the ingredients and like decide what we want to make and oh, you know, yeah. all that. Oh, definitely. We'll get oh, inspired. We'll get inspired. Oh, trust me. It won't take much because there's so much stuff there that is like, it is incredible. It's mm-hmm. like a little mini trip. It really is to, uh, <laughs> it, to the motherland. It really is. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. They've so taken, excited. you know, I always say this to the family. It's like, they really, if they wanted to, they could replicate that in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. It would be like the whole foods of, of Portuguese food. And I, and I really, I, I really think it would do amazing in, in different Portuguese communities. I really think it would. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, and I think just from what I've seen, uh, you know, online, the way that it's set up, it's attractive to like a, a broader audience too. It's Correct. not just, you know, um, it's an uh, like you have to, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes if you go into an Indian store and there's, or, or a, a Arabic store and like there's certain smells and it's like, well, if you're not really used to that, then it's kind of, you know, you don't like it. But, and the Portuguese store is kind of used to be the same way, like with the bacalhau, right. But he's created, yeah. he's created a cost plus of, yes. you know, with this, everything is beautiful and everything is attractive and you walk in and you're just like, Oh, I'm going to buy one of everything. Right. So um, <laughs> it I, would absolutely do well in mainstream. Yeah. And, and I think that's exactly it. You hit it on the nose. It kind of, it's like an introduction for us, uh, for us who are Portuguese who are like, Oh my goodness. Okay. There's this, and there's this, and there's this, this is what I need for my ingredients. Well, for others that have no clue or don't know or have gone on a trip or are going on a trip or they, they had something somewhere and you know, whatever it comes in and you're not intimidated by it all. Whereas the smaller shops, the smaller markets, you do get a little intimidated because it looks like it's all the locals that are just there. The ones that are always shopping there and you go, Oh, where do I, where do I begin? And in that market, all their workers, I think they're trained so that if you're walking around and you look a little lost, they're going to say, what can we help you with? And they're just really, really wonderful. Really wonderful. Then, by the way, we are saying all these things. No one is paying us to say these things. I want to make sure everyone knows we're not paid to say it. No, 
Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we're going to go there. And then, and then you're meeting all kinds of people out people, here. Yeah, we're going to have a mixer, everybody. So I don't know yes. if it's going to be Thursday or Friday yet, but we will let you know we're going to have a yeah. mixer. And then I'm going to, the, we're going to go to the MAPS Gala, the Massachusetts. That's right. Gala, That's right. I'm actually really excited. I, I see pictures from their gala every year online and I just think it looks so fun and, and the people there look amazing. And so, and I actually know one of, one of the women that works there, Elsa, uh, Gomes Bondlow. She was a Palkus intern when I worked for Palkus in 1998. So oh, wow. it's just kind of fun to see like the connections and we've still kept in touch and stuff like that. You know, it's a very small world. Yeah. You know, it and is. I really think, you know, Oh, do you know so-and-so? Well, uh, you know, yeah. did you know so-and-so? And it's all we, it, it, it follows back and it's almost like we all have that same circle of people around us and mm-hmm. uh, there are really no strangers. Everyone kind of knows everyone. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of funny in that sense. I'm very but excited. It's yes, it's very exciting, folks. So when uh, when Angela's out here, I'll, we'll be able to um, to talk about and hopefully record, and maybe we'll do a podcast in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do yeah. lots of things. Lots yeah, of things. absolutely. Or we'll do a podcast as we're walking through Portugalia, and you'll hear Angela screaming. Sweet, yeah, squealing. <laughs> the whole podcast will be me squealing. Like, oh my god, look at that! Oh my god, look at that! Yeah, and because that's what people want to hear. <laughs> oh, really? They They're don't. only giving what the people want, Angela. <laughs> they want to hear you squealing away, oh, screaming, no. oh, my God. Oh, my God, there's a cod room. <laughs> a cod room. Oh, man. That's, that just, I know what it is, but it just sounds so wrong, you know? It does. <laughs> so, okay. So... Let's backtrack a little bit. Yes. So, Christmas and New Year's. Oh, what, Christmas and New Year's. How, you, how was your Christmas and what what uh, specialties did you make? Because I made something special and I'm excited to tell you about it. Um, Christmas and New Year. You know, the whole thing is, is now with having, you know, my daughter's getting older. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a married daughter. I have a son-in-law. I have my, my other daughter, my twins, one of them has, um, has a boyfriend who's been part of our family now for, you know, a couple of years. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, so I had a full house. They were all, everybody, boyfriends and son-in-laws and all my girls and my husband and I and our dog and my daughter's dog. I mean, it was like a full house and it was wonderful. That's yeah. so awesome though. I love yeah, that. I love, really, yeah. Yeah. That's what holidays are about for me. And it is, it is, that is it. You know, it really is. It doesn't matter anything more. And I'll say this much. We did something this year that I have been trying and kind of like, you know, because every year we go through this and we overspend on things that I really, you know, no one really needs. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all very lucky that, you know, we have a roof to live in, uh, live in under and clothes and food on our table and all these stuff. And if I really want to buy something that I really need, I'm going to go out and buy it. So every year my girls would go, okay, mom, what would you like? And I'd be like, I want world peace and love, you know, that kind of thing (laughs) drive them nuts and it would drive them nuts. And, and then I'd be like, just, you know, don't buy me appliances. Don't buy me this. Don't buy, don't buy me anything. Just, I just want you all here with me. I want Mm -hmm. us all to be together. That is what I want. That's all. And that's what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And of course, every year I would get pushback from them. So, but this year they've, 
gotten older. So one of my daughters said, mom, why don't we do secret Santa this year? And that way for Thanksgiving, if we're all together for Thanksgiving, we'll pull our names out of our hat. We'll come up with rules like, you know, the name that you get, how much you're going to spend on that person. And then for everyone else, you're going to still do stockings for everyone else, but a certain limit, dollar limit on Mm. each one. So I'm like, okay, we can, absolutely we can do Mm -hmm. that. So then one of my other daughters finds that you can go online and sign up under Elfster. I think it was Elfster. And so this company and you set up, she set up like, you know, this is our family and they set up who gets who. So no one knows. And so you can also put stuff like on your wish list. And so the person who has you as a secret Santa can pick out a few ideas and they can ask you like secret questions like what's your favorite color or what's your whatever it was. Let me tell you, it was the most fun we've ever had. It That's was awesome. because I didn't know who had me. They didn't know who I had. Mm-hmm. And then for stockings, it was like you didn't spend any more than ten dollars a person. I mean it was like very little horrible. like like so like really small things because you know, we all have other things in life. And again, we're very blessed to have what we have that I don't need more stuff. And um, I'm getting to the age where I want to get rid of some stuff. I don't want to accumulate more stuff. And um, so it was, it was a lot of fun. And then which they promised I wouldn't take any pictures and share with anyone, but I bought pajamas for everyone. Oh, cute. And it was adorable. And they all, for Christmas Eve, that's that's for me, Christmas Eve. And so everybody was dressed up in our pajamas, magic pajamas on Christmas Eve. It was really, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, of course, for Christmas Eve, it, I had some uh, fish. I made, um, uh, what do you call it? I made shrimp um, because it's an easy kind of thing, the, the garlic shrimp with some spices in it, which was really great. I did the um, um, which is also mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, then it was, I had a small dish of cod, which is the codfish because Bob and I like that. Not everybody in my family likes that, but I made uh, some for cod. And then we had, um, you know, the cheese, the crackers, the, the fruits, the nuts, the, you know, all of that mm-hmm. thing that comes along with everything, um, with it, including, you know, the shadis, the marsala fried up and with the pineapple and, you know, you've got to have all that stuff. And then for the desserts, it was the rice pudding, the kejadej, the leit, which mm-hmm. again, that's, I make that, um, for my family, of course, the buldu, uh, the coconut cake that my girls love. So I made that. And what was the other thing I made? So when do you start cooking all this stuff? Um, I start making things. I start getting things like, I first I put a menu together. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. And so to get make sure I have all the ingredients that I have, uh, like the week before. I, I start already doing that. Mm-hmm. And then leading up to the the day, I'll 
you know, I know that I'm going to, you know, soak my codfish overnight. For me, right now, I don't think cod is um, as salty as it used to be. Like they don't Mm -hmm. over salt it. So three days for me is like, why am I taking out all the salt and then have to add more salt back in? Right. You know, so I just do one day. For me, one day is enough. Uh, So I know I need to do that. And then I need to make sure I can already cook it um, and have it, you know, set up like the day before. So the day of, I can already start assembling things. I can have the potatoes like already cut and in the morning I parboil it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I have my like roots, like I already know cakes, the, the coconut cake is always best the day before. The day before, because that, you know, the liquid that you put over it, um, which is the milk and sugar, Mm -hmm. uh, it gets soaked in. So if you make that cake in the morning and the afternoon you have it, it's like, "Eh, it's good. But the day, the next day, it's almost like it's soaked up even more of it. Does that make sense? So Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. for me, I can make that cake the day before for the, for that, for the next day. The Kejan de Chalet, same thing. I make it the night before. So there's a whole bunch of things that you can make like the day before for the next day. So, but it's only like the day before it's like a couple of days. It's not like you start a week before. No, I do not start a week before. I know with the Jesus, you can start that um, even, you know, a few weeks before because you can make it up to the point of uh, frying mm-hmm. and, um, and you can put it in the freezer so that you can take it out and, um, you know, and then freeze and then fry it. So it doesn't, um, that'll save some time, but everything else, it's really getting all the things cut, uh, parboiled part, you know, like getting things done and assemble, like try to get everything as much ready to assemble so that it's an easier, an easier thing. And I have two, and I have two ovens. So, uh, the two ovens that I, so I can do two, two different temperatures for the two different ovens. And that helps to get things out faster. But I have, it's one stove, but it has two doors. And uh, so two separate ovens. Yeah, nice. Which is good and bad. I miss my one door big oven. Because it was bigger or because? It was bigger. It was bigger. So now I have to make sure I readjust the things. Things can't be too, too high up because the when you take on oven now and cut it in half, well, you know what? You're not going to have as much uh, height. Uh, But, you know, so I would love to have two full-size ovens. That's a whole other story. But that'll be down the road. That'll be down the road. (laughs) That'll be down the road. For now, it's just two half ovens, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. Wow. Well, you certainly, you know, take the cake. No pun intended. <laughs> We're going back to cake. Everything. Cake. <laughs> cake, cake, it's cake, all cake. about the cake. It's all about the cake. Okay. Yep. And there's the, ti- there's the title for our, our, our episode. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. Um, so yeah, you, so you, you certainly blow it out of the water with everything that you make. I, I didn't, I only made one special thing. I mean, the holidays this year were, as you can imagine, not, not that yeah. great. And not to mention, Alexandra was sick as a dog. He had a double ear infection. And so oh. he just 
was crying and couldn't sleep. He was just a miserable little guy and I felt so bad. Yeah. Um, but I did manage to make bacalhau brage for my family's Christmas Eve. It wasn't really a dinner because it wasn't like a sit-down dinner. It was more of like a, I don't want to say, it was just like a, like all the food was out and you ate when you wanted kind of thing. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. And so, um, so I made that. And I remember that the last time I made it, I had told myself I'd do more onions. And so I, I did, I almost I say doubled, but I certainly put a lot more onions in it. And I tried out that technique with the bacalhau where you, once you take all the bones out, you put it in a towel and then you wrap it up and then you mash it to Ew. really, really like, sh- like shred it. Yeah. And did it work? Yes. It totally is better. I, oh, I love I mean, that. There's a reason why the old ladies have been doing this for 500 years. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And no, it, it was, I mean, it's a little messy, right? Because, yeah. you know, you kind of get what, like there's the water that's coming out and it's a little sticky and everything, but the consistency and like the size of the pieces you get and you even find more bones and it was totally worth it. I like, I, I think I will do that from now on. Awesome. Brage, yeah. Probably a bucket of where we make uh, bowls, the bucket, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was worth it. So if you haven't tried it, mash it in a towel. Anyway. Yeah, we'll see. Well, that's funny because I have seen, you know, the, the pictures and I have seen other things of the, the older ladies putting it in the towel and, you know, like almost like squeezing it tight and doing all that stuff and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, I, I kind of shred it nice enough and all that, yeah. but I don't then. Not yeah, it enough. makes a difference. It's a big Interesting. difference. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, you just taught me something, Missy. Uh, who knew? This is amazing. <laughs> so anyway, everyone loved it. And I was, so it went over really well. And I, and I have to say, I think, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was delicious, but my family doesn't get like bacalhau dishes very often. And so I think they just are. Oh, don't you know say I mean? that. I mean, I'm not trying to like to diminish my effort, but you know, when you don't have something very often and then you have it and it's even a little bit good, it's like, oh, this is the best ever kind of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone was like, oh, the ratio of the egg to the, to the fish <laughs> and the onion is perfect. Oh my God. And I was like. <laughs> it was a home run. Yeah. I pat myself on the back. Yeah. Good job, Angela. <laughs> awesome. So, awesome. So, that was the only thing I made. Yeah, well, you know what? That's okay. You yeah. know, sometimes we we can't. So you yeah. know, we can't. Oh no, 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 no! I take that back. I take that back. So that was the only thing I made on Christmas Eve, Christmas oh. Day, Christmas Day. Yes, I made scrambled eggs with farinata. Ooh! And I did it differently this time. So I actually like took the farinata, or was it alera? No, I think it was. I don't remember which one it was. They're, they both are very similar to me. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that they're different, but so <clears throat> I, I boiled it, right? So you cook it. Yeah. But then I took it out of the casing and put it in with the, the scrambled eggs. Ooh. And I did it two different ways because I wanted to see which way kind of looked and tasted best. So the first way, I put it right into the, to the beet eggs, right? And uh-huh. so they hadn't cooked at all. And I cooked everything t- uh, together. Mm-hmm. together. I mean, I, I had already cooked the the farinata, yeah. taken it out of the casing, and then put it into the to the eggs that I had beaten. But the eggs were not cooked yet. Right. 
So that it flavor wise, it came out great, but it makes it kind of gives it like a weird color because everything is mixed together. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. There's no separation of okay, that's egg and that's fringata, and there's yeah. a little bit of mixture. So the second batch, <clears throat> I actually cooked the eggs a little bit. You know, so you had like like chunks, like pieces of scrambled yeah. egg, and then you threw. And in then the I and then I put in the rest, and then yeah. I and, and so it's still mixed all together, but it it looked a little better, right? So oh. presentation wise, it looked a little better. So, yeah, so I made that. It was really darn good. All right. So the next time you get a hold of uh, Ayeda, mm -hmm. you're going to take it out of its casing because, you know, it's soft. So before, it, before you cook it? Anything. Before you cook anything. Okay. You just take it out of its casing, and you're going to take that, and you're going to just take the inside and roll it into almost like small little meatballs. Oh, and then you're going to put that in the oven Ew. and you're going to cook it for, Oh, I mean, depending on your oven, three fifty, uh, what? 15 minutes tops. If your oven isn't that hot, you know, maybe you can go up to 20, whatever. And that'll cook little meatballs of Alleda. And then you just serve them like you serve with toothpicks? them with toothpicks. You can add a little bit of pineapple to that, and it's a wonderful appetizer. You could throw it into. I mean, <gasps> oh my gosh! What if you? What if you, like, bread it? Like, rolled it in egg, like flour, then egg, and then maybe some breadcrumbs or like flour again, and then fried it. Oh my god! Of course, it would be fantastic. It's fried. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh my god. god we yes. should try it when i'm there let's try yes. it yes 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 i mean the the thing of it just putting it rolls into into it and just putting it in the oven is like the easiest thing sure 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 and, and um and you have it as like a little appetizer you can take it you could throw it into i mean for those i know pasta is not portuguese but you know if you're going to um you know, you want to do something at night and have it in, and instead of using buying meatballs in a bag, because you, you know, which I think is, you know, for t saving time. Mm -hmm. Personally, I like making my own meatballs, but that's a whole other story. And, uh, but you can do that over um, pasta and make it very, um, you know, easy and mm -hmm. a Portuguese mm -hmm. twist to um, a multicultural dish or something like that. Oh, but man. the appetizer is like the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. easy thing. That is just bomb. Mm -hmm. Oh my uh -huh. God. Uh-huh. So oh, excited. Yeah. Yep. It's dangerous. It's dangerous when Angela and I get together. That's all I have to say, folks. <laughs> it's we very dangerous. Up, we come up with some, um, <laughs> you know, some very creative well, new things to do. Well, you know, what's funny is, is tonight, I mean, last week was um, episode, out of my eight episodes, it was episode six. Mm -hmm. And it was me having, because this is why we're also talking about Jeremiah. He's all like on my mind too. It was you uh, coming in and having lunch with Jeremiah and with Mary uh, Camara. Yeah. And oh, so that was filmed. That came up in, in, in last week's episode. And tonight's episode is you and I going through... Um, San Jose? Yes. Going oh my God. And what's funny is, is I was uh, looking at some, some of the stuff and kind of reviewing it again with Dean. And cause now we have to get everything even more, um, 
together so it gets uh, to go to other stations and all that stuff. So, so yeah, so we're doing that. And I'm like, oh my God, the fun we had at Popular Mm -hmm. Bakery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to send, can you send me that episode? Because I haven't seen any of them. You have? Oh, that's right. That's right. Because I can't get it. And then it wasn't on YouTube, so. Yeah. Well, it went on YouTube by mistake for like, for a, like, an, like a day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then it came out because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't supposed to be on YouTube, but the, uh, it's, uh, all I know is I was laughing. I was laughing so much because how much, how much fun we had at that mm-hmm. bakery, mm-hmm. just eating and enjoying all the stuff. And all we have to do is like, look at one another. We don't have to say a word. <laughs> <laughs> but we know, we know what we're thinking. And that is, oh my God, this is amazing. So good. Yeah. Yeah. This uh-huh. is so good. Oh my God. Those ladies are just, I could wish I could have taken them home with me. They were like such beautiful ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but, amazing. Yeah. But it's good to see you. It's good to see you on, on the, uh, on the episode. Oh my God. I'm, pro- <laughs> I'm going to watch and be like, oh my God, I have to go on a diet. Oh, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> well, what's, what's funny in the episode, they're feeding us and feeding us and feeding us. And I'm like, oh my God, you're going to roll me out. Me of out. Here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just like, you know, sometimes we were um, filming and I think it was when we went to Las, uh, Tashka Tashka and we were with yeah. Daniel as Vito. Yes. And Dean was like right in our face with the camera as we're taking a bite. And I'm like, that just cannot be good TV, right? Like, oh that's, that's- my God, do you know how often he does that? And of course, I'm watching this, Angela, throughout this. You know, and the whole thing is, is it's so much fun to actually see it and it's mm-hmm. done and it's there mm-hmm. and everyone's enjoying it and all that stuff. But all of a sudden, the camera zooms into my face as I'm going to take a bite of things. And I'm thinking, oh, we had this discussion. Dean, please don't get so close to my face. <laughs> you know, and, but he does. He does do that. He like does. no one needs to see my nose hairs, please. Like it's <laughs> not necessary. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember thinking that, um, yeah. you know, like, Someone can just see right down my throat or see up my nose, and this is just not pretty. But yeah, no, I I'm so excited to hear them. And and for those of you who are listening, well, because everybody's listening, yeah. if you haven't already contacted your local PBS station, that is really the best way to ensure that they carry Maria's Portuguese Table. Yes. And so it's not just a given, right? That I mean, right. and, you know, there are already some stations that have expressed interest, which is great. Yeah. But it's yeah. not. It's not an automatic given that just because one PBS station aired it, that the rest are going to pick it up. So yeah, because they're we, all independently owned. Right. And so we have to show demand. And like in California, I think there's four or five different PBS stations, right? Yeah. Like KQED is the one for the Bay Area, but there's a different one down in San Diego and a different one up in Sacramento. And so they're all different. So whichever one is yours, go online, send them a message and say, we want Maria's Portuguese Table on our local PBS station. There are 400,000 or however many, you can get the, the data from the census or if you want, email me and I'll send it to you. There's however many thousands of Portuguese in this area and we need to see it. And it's better than all the other por- all the other ethnic tables that you've got on there. So <laughs> you have to carry it. So yeah, so we have to share. We have to share. Now I, I don't know if I shared this, but I'm going to share this with everyone who's listening. And that is last week, I spoke to the station manager of the PBS station in Hawaii. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Out of Hawaii Mm -hmm. uh, because people are calling the station. And so they sent me a message through my uh, website and uh, we spoke and he's like, okay, so exactly what's going on? Because we're getting people sending us things going. There you go. Exactly. We need to to show. Exactly. Yeah, we need to show this. So what exactly is this? So, of course, I go through the whole thing and I'm like, and, you know, Nita, uh, the distributor, is going to be you know, handling it after it gets showed here regionally. And that's the whole thing. It it had to wait till it aired everything here. Um, So, so, and that's this month of January. So after this month is done, Nita can now uh, offer it to the other stations. So when it becomes available, these other stations are aware to pick it up. And, uh, and that's wonderful. So yeah. So Hawaii is interested. I think it's Sacramento. Yeah. They're interested. Uh, who is it? Uh, Buffalo is interested. Um, the one in down in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, is interested. So it's, they're like, they're, they're kind of popping up. They're popping up. So, and I think once it becomes available to the stations, they're going to see it. And if they have Portuguese communities, they're going to pick it up anyway. Like mm-hmm. New Jersey, that's a, that's a given. I mean, that's, that, that would be a no brainer for them to pick up as well. well as, I mean, it would be, but how many times do we say something would be a no brainer? Yeah, that's true. That's and true. it hasn't happened. And you're that's just like, true. Well, you're you're right. You're so right. people in New Jersey don't think that just because you know, the whole state's <laughs> oh. Portuguese that it's going to be a given. You still have to call your PBS station. That's true. You are correct. And then I've had a few people sending me messages that I need to have this on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting it out there. I am just going to put this out there into the universe. Well, you don't have to because I know somebody that works on Netflix. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then we need to get a hold of them. Because if we could do that, Angela... That would even be, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby, you got an email coming your way, buddy. <laughs> Bobby, we love you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. have said that many times because my husband is Bob. So I can't call him Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about your husband. Nope. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I have I have a whole, a whole bunch of people. Well, how about Netflix? Could, let's have it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I would love that. If we could have it on Netflix, that would be an amazing thing. So yeah, so let's let's make that happen. We've put it out there. We put it out in the world. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Yes. Well, you know what? We've reached our uh, time. Mm-hmm. Well, we have- I have one more thing to talk about. Oh, well, well, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really excited about. What's it's that? Mac and cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was inspired by Chef Manuel Azevedo. When oh my God. That was an amazing made, mac and cheese. He made the mac and cheese. And he said that he put Kish and George in his. He right? did. He, he did. didn't give us the recipe, but he said that he put that cheese in there. And I thought. And, okay. and some linguisa. Yes. Yes. And so I thought. Well, there's tons of different Portuguese cheeses. And one of my favorites is a very, very mild cheese from Bon Petitchko. It's a little round. Yes, yes, round. yes, yes. That's delicious. And so I thought, and and okay, I admit I like the slow cooker. And I just don't have a lot of time these days. And so I thought, 
there's got to be a mac and cheese slow cooker recipe that I can just like swap out the cheeses, right? Yes. And so there was, there was. And so I made it. It was good. It was oh, so good. And I beeped myself because I wanted to say a different word. Um, <laughs> it was really, really delicious. Wow. Yeah. And I will, but I will say the one thing that people will probably be disappointed with and, and even the recipe calls says don't be disappointed with this ingredient is it does call for Velveeta. Oh, because, because of the, the creaminess that it provides and because it was the slow cooker and everything. So, yeah. you know, I mean, we could try making it again without, I'm, I will be a taste tester, no problem, but yeah. it was, it was just darn good. And so I used the bon petitco and I used the, uh, nice. Yes. And, um, I mean, I'm happy to, to, to post the recipe, the one that I pulled from and you just swap in whatever cheeses you want, right. but, um, it was like super easy. You shredded the cheese you, and you didn't have to boil the, the noodles ahead of time. You oh, because, it, because it's going to be in for a long time. And yeah. In, yeah. So it was a can of evaporated milk, uh, like another cup of whole milk, a cup of each of the cheeses four ounces of the Velveeta butter. And then you could put in like spices that you wanted. So I put in garlic powder, a little bit of paprika, salt. Yeah. You mix it all in, cover it. After an hour, you mix it and then cover it and then mix it for, or let it go for another hour and a half. I think it was. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was really good. Huh? It was so damn good. Yes. Wow. Now imagine uh, adding, Bolos d'Algera in that. Well, yeah, no, it would. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I'm speechless. Imagine <laughs> if you could, when we had that amazing mac and cheese over at Tashka Tashka, it was with San George cheese, and God only knows what else was it because you're right, Manny will not, uh, <laughs> Chef Manny was not sharing anything, but we knew it was had little pieces of linguisa in it, which was like uh-huh. incredible. And it was his homemade linguisa because he makes it, you know, I guess his mom or whatever from the same spices and the stuff that the mom always made when they were making the, the linguisa. So imagine now you've made the aguera in the oven in those little balls, like I said, mm-hmm. and they get done. And when you're finished with that, you throw in that also. Uh, hello. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to... I think you need to try it. I think I need to. I uh-huh. think I. I think I need to go buy some Mayera for this weekend. <laughs> oh God, you're gonna make it, and Bob, your husband is gonna be like, "What on earth? What the this? heck are you making? Like, <laughs> like manna from heaven? Like what the hell?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Miss Angela, once again, this has been a lot of fun. Fun. Lots of fun talking to, to you, we honey. Come, we need to come up with another word because it's not it's not just fun. It's like uplifting and it really is. It's it really always- is. Yeah, because I gotta say, like I could be having a poo poo day, and then we have one scheduled, and I do it, and I'm like, oh, I just feel so much better. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is. It it's is. cheesy. You know- it is, say, but you know, and the whole true. thing is, is even today I was like, oh, I have this cold. I'm going to sound nasally, but I don't care. I still want to do it. I want to do it because it, it is always, it, it's always really wonderful to, mm-hmm. to talk about, you know, 
being Portuguese, being who we are, what we do, even if it, you know, it's just certain things that we're making and doing with our family or whatever the case may be, but it's, um, I'm glad we share it. I'm glad we share it with each other yeah. and I'm glad everyone is listening. So it's, it's just, it's always, it's always so much fun. It really is. Super fun. All right. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. And so if you haven't hit subscribe yet, please do. And what we really, 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 really would appreciate is a review on iTunes. Yes. It, re- it, it actually helps people find us and, um, and, you know, give us a, give us a rating hopefully five stars but you know <laughs> we'll take whatever you want to give us but just give no, us we'll take five and, and we'll take like amazing we'll reviews take, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but please do please hit subscribe share 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 with your friends and family and um if you have any suggestions or questions please let us know and with that what's the wrap it's a wrap it's a próxima querida okay bye-bye ciao Thanks again for listening to our Portuguese Table podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on SoundCloud or iTunes. And all episodes can be found on our website at www.ourportuguesetable.com. You can also reach us at feedback at ourportuguesetable.com with comments, questions, or suggestions. Até a próxima! próxima.